Come on, baby. Drink my gravy. You want to have gay sex, you're going to have to make me. Woo. Woo. I was standing on the corner with a big old boner just trying to suck off a guy. <laughs> Sup? Oh, you're processing, dude. You, you had like a... You know how sometimes if you click on the same thing you always click on on your computer, like Facebook? Yeah. And it takes a long time to load? <laughs> That's man. what you physically look like right now. You took a big rip of that yank, bro. I did, man. I can feel myself. Hey, well, welcome. It's Tuesday for us. Friday for y'all. Buddy's looking at himself flexing. We're inside of the hoist hut. It's a brand new Death Metal Love to love you. Thanks for listening. Glad you're here. A lot of shit to promote up top real quick. One, we got a Patreon. A new one. A non-shadow band one. Patreon.com backslash death metal detectives. It's not shitty the way I made it before where it's unfillable tears that I can't keep my word on. This, five bucks a month. You get a brand new episode every week. You also get bonus content. And what I mean by bonus content is a lot of times when we're recording at our producer Brian's trailer, before we record, me and Buddy will just talk. Sure. And it's things that if the word got out, if it was in a public forum, we'd be in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. You know? So yeah. number one rule of Patreon.com backslash death metal tech is no snitches. And if you do... And we're like, hey, man, give me your address. We'll find you. And you, and we're, we're going to send you some shit. And you're like, okay. And you do. And then you've been a snitch. We're coming to your house and whooping your fucking ass. Yeah, you don't want it. You don't want You that. don't want the smoke. You don't want that heat. And uh, we're happy to be able to do that. He's probably going to be mad at us for saying it. We're giving the lion's share of the money to our producer, Brian. Easiest way to say it without going into any type of personal shit. It has nothing to do with drugs or alcohol, but he's awaiting a liver transplant right now. And we're trying to get our sweet baby boy taken yeah. care of. Listen, that dude's been friends with me longer than you have. Yeah. Since the eighth grade. Yeah, he's the fucking guy, dude. His roommate, Seth, has been friends with me since we were six months old. Yeah. You know, so That's the like, team, dude. So, so we're all real close. Me yeah. and Chris... Our fucking soulmates. <laughs> Homemates. Yeah, we, we listen, when we first met, <laughs> we knew, you know? A you spark. Know, you know when you know. Can't start a gay fire. Can't, Can't start, start a gay, gay fire, fire without, without a gay spark. These things are for hardening. Even if you're just sucking each other off in the dark. See, that was just right off the cuff. Some of that I didn't <laughs> quite get, but I it knew where it was going, you know. It was coming in. We're in tune and tone. Tuned and tone, bro. Tuned We're always tuned and toned. You know, so you get tooting and you get to holler. We're like Pete and Pete, bro. Yeah. We're eating eat. Yeah, I mean, we might. We're eating eat, we dude. Might. <laughs> We're eating eat, bro. We're eating eat. I want to eat something after this. I know you do. Uh-huh. I'm going to go inside and eat ass. Unwashed yeah. ass. Dude, ass hey. that you heard fart. I'm going to tell my wife to listen to this because guess I'm going to chomp it, dude. I'm not much of a follower. Yeah, but I'm gonna follow you into the fucking dark of the butt. I chomp fart ass, dude. 
I mean, I will too, man. My wife thinks I'm kidding. She'll we squatted. Fart. Dude, she squatted today. I deadlifted. That, you perspire more than you ever could. Yeah, I love the smell of like some. And I'm telling you, dude. Hard she, working. Pounding protein, bro. Yeah. You heard her fart. I did. She blew my eardrums. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. She shut. Live she power. Shit, she shit on me. I'm licking it, bro. Like there was no brown or anything, but I felt a tingle. I'm not coming in timid either. Like it's a nine no. volt, dude. I'm I'm getting after it, bro. Yeah. Face head first. I want to feel the sting. Yeah, I love. But it. not from your wife. But your wife totally shit on me. Man. Yeah, I love it, dude. She shit on me. Shut the door. It makes me hot. She bro. farted so hard. It makes me hot, bro. I mean, like I wasn't kidding. Those I'm glad I wasn't here because I would have got hard. Yeah. Well, the, those jump ropes in the corner when she farted, I watched them move. A lot of power. The protein will get you. I mean, I don't even got no hair. My beard moves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why. Pro- protein will get you, bro. Yeah. Ooh. It doesn't matter, dude. Protein, there's no gender for protein. You know? No, they don't give it. It, it does, doesn't, it doesn't respect shit. the gender. No. You're fucking farting. You're farting. Unless it's like some, some fucking, like, plant-based uh-huh. shit, which is, no. you know, gay. <laughs> <laughs> it S-T-I-N-K-S thinks. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. I'm revved up. I'm happy to be back. We got a fucking... The exact type of shit that I love, dude. This is one of the ones that just blows the roof off, dude. This is that shit where it's very hard to contain myself enough. And look, dude, this is a loose podcast. This is not a morning radio show. This is not Unsolved Mysteries. We don't give a there's shit about your feelings. There's nothing <laughs> professional about it. And as far off as we are when I am trying to be serious... I'm serious about this, but, dude, it makes me rock fucking hard. And you, if you're a regular listener, you know that it's crime, dude. Crime makes me erect, what's no matter ad- what. What's your address? 744 Shady Heights Road, Hot Springs National Park, Arkansas, 71901. Okay, so if you hit the play in slow-mo, you got to write it down. Yeah. The way that this makes Chris hard is the same way it makes his wife hard when she farts. Let's start sending some fart jars to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Send them all you want. No, it does. It doesn't. Okay. Okay. You're going to be the fucking cola taste test. I'll crack them, dude. I'll crack them. Yeah, you're going to. If you want to send me something, send me a case of bang. No. Yeah. No. You can send a fart jar. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll huff it. How about a fart jar with bang? In it? Yeah. I won't drink it, but I will huff the fart. I need unopened bangs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, because it doesn't work, dude. I'll prove it. Send me one with something I like. Fart. <laughs> I like my <laughs> wife's farts, dude. What? I like my wife's farts. I get it. Yeah, I get that. But if you say, I don't like a wild fart. I don't like your farts. <laughs> you know? Yeah, if it's true. someone else's fart, I'm not I'm not into it at all. But what if somebody has a compatible fart with your wife? Nah, dude? man. But it's a guy. No. And then you fuck no. him. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta see the source, dude. No, man. What if it's just the grossest, big, fattest fucking guy in the Chili's kitchen, and you smell that, and you go, you know what, man? I'm Feels a, like my wife. I'm gonna fuck your big rabbit ass. <laughs> rabbit? You know, how, like big fat guys got a rabbit for an ass. No, I never noticed. Think that, about dude. it. I'm trying. You know. <laughs> you know, as many times you say, you know, it's still not sinking in, dude. Okay. Hey, this episode is about 1986 FBI shootout in Miami. Dude, fucking bank robbers that murdered people. FBI runs up on them. They get into a firefight. And there was a firefight. 
You know it's bleeding through? It's Boondock Saints, dude. I know, but they use that sample in one of their shithole songs. Damn, they do, huh? Yeah. William, look, dude, it's easy to... The, the person that likes Boondock Saints sucks. Sure. Like a Boondock Saints fan, but I like... It's a pretty rocky movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate to be in that category, dude, but Willem Dafoe is my favorite person in that movie. Because uh-huh. when he puts on his fucking Discman and just is like... And it's reliving the fucking gun battle, dude. That rocks. That's he's getting cool. yeah. he's getting so hard, dude. Yeah. He's getting erect. He's gonna have gay sex, dude. My, one of my favorite parts. Look again. I'm gonna say the f word, but remember, it's in a movie. It's not an OKP. Just shooting out the f bomb. He's you in, called me a fag earlier, so did you? No, spit? I didn't. That was a character, dude. Shut <laughs> oh, up. Oh yeah. It was my Willem Dafoe depression. Depression. Yeah, I'm depressed. You're in a bro. William Dafoe depression because <laughs> I got to see guy's him, dude. Depressed all the time. Uh, for sure, he's got a weird face. His weird teeth. Weird face. You have, yeah, dude, you have his teeth. <laughs> you, know, you have William Dafoe teeth. <laughs> That's true, dude. I got big fucked up teeth. It's crazy. <laughs> Those things are crazy, man. Let's be honest here. I got green goblin chops. If you could take. When you were missing teeth when you were a kid. Yeah. That's the original BBQ <laughs> fucking dust, man. They Damn, put, dude. Too true. That's how they put the... That's why I like those. But, hold on, dude. You're, okay. you're going way off. I'm, I'm, I'm what I'm trying to rail through. I'm, I'm, I'm too I'm, drunk yeah. to circle back around. I'll forget. I got to stay on Chask. Chask? He's in bed with a dude. Yeah. They have gay sex. Sure. They suck each other off. Yeah. That guy tries to cuddle up with him after he gets a phone call. And he looks at him and he goes, get out of here, you... Faggot. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He rocks. Degrading. Yeah. He's a punisher, dude. Yeah. He that that's the beauty of that movie is he is at more of a psychopath than the Boondock Saints. Sure. That's the give and take, you know? <laughs> but 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 once he gets to he get he gets too horned up by what they got going on. There's they're they're eliminating the people that he wishes he could. And once he figures it out, he's on the team, dude. Yeah. I am too. Duality, bro. That is duality. You know how I feel about the duality of man. The song duality. All right, anyway, yeah. 1986, we're going to Miami. It's April 11th. We got to get a keg. And hold on, dude. Let me plug some more shit before I forget. Okay. Speaking of Slipknot. Sam Talent, one of my best friends. Literally the funniest comedian that's alive. He wrote a novel, and it. there's nothing in this for me. He's not paying me. There's no clout. I'm just telling you, dude, as a guy, the type of books I like, Stephen King, Dean Koontz, John Carpenter, I'm not a smart man. This book is beyond that depth. It's very Stephen King-like. It's easy to read. It makes you feel smart. There's some big words in there. There's some twists that you don't see coming. That just make you go fuck. I, you know, again, I'm not a reader. He sent me the PDF for it probably a year ago. I stayed up. And you know how I am about sleep, dude. I'm a bitch. I have to go to bed. Uh-huh. I stayed up to like 5 a.m. blasting through it. It's an incredible novel. No bullshit. His name's Sam Talent. If you Venmo him 25 bucks, he'll send you an autographed copy. And again, it sounds like I'm blowing smoke. He's the next big thing in a lot of fronts. 
for a hundred percent fact, he is the best comedian out right now. I've I've been around the best. I love Dave Chappelle, for example. Sam's a better comedian. It's the way it is. I would agree. It's the way it is. Yeah. And it, it, and he's a live comedian. You know, there's no way to capture it. And he, he I mean. I'm not so trying to suck his dick. What's so weird is the, the dude is so goddamn funny. I, it almost feels like you're like, man, I don't know if I want to be around that guy because he's like, you're just going to make a joke at everything, which yeah. he does. But he's so goddamn but it's cool. fun. But you're, he's so goddamn cool. He's to so hang fun out to with, be and around. He will hang out with you. He'll fucking hang out. Point is, man, and I'm telling you right now, he seems retarded to me, but it's an incredible piece of literature. It's. One of the best books I've read. He's a Simon Birch of comedy and literature. He's too smart for his own good. Uh, just fucking buy it, man. It's it's well worth it. And, and also my friend, Dante Powell. Hilarious comedian. Oh, yeah. He's great. Funny online. You should follow him. But he put out his first album. It's only $9.99 to pre-order it right now on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, whatever platform you like. And again, I'm telling you, dude, we're trapped indoors. You need something fun in your fucking life. I passed Jay White Cotton on to you guys, and a lot of people reached out and told me thanks because they're depressed, and they needed something funny, and they're tired of the same generic Netflix comedy. I'm putting you on to the good shit, folks. These are the guys. Dante's my man. He's a killer. It's not the same as the other shit you've been seeing. We've been to a... Strip club with Dante. That's true. I forgot you met him. Look. And it's a good time. But I'm telling you, though, guys, it's it's not. These are guys. I don't want to say like me because I'm they're better than me. But we're in the same realm of we're we're done with the redundant bullshit. Yeah. It's a different time. We don't care about the the trends, people's feelings. No one's an edgelord. No one's being edgy to just fucking shock people. But at the same time, we buck the trend. We're all done with it. And these guys are all great. Sam's book, Dante's album. It's shit you need to get into. If you like, I'm telling you for a fact, if you like us, these are the things you'll love. Get into it. Tell them we sent you there because I love them. And I just want them to know I'm looking out. Yeah. I'm not getting anything out of it. Legitimately fucking hilarious it's guys that rock Dante, i would, I would listen, love to promote some girls that rock you know have you ever just gone <laughs> this was the best lunch of my life not very many times the best lunch of my life being around him he's hilarious was we're he's horny well sam was there too oh yeah that was, was a, a lot of fun it was a whole bunch of comedians and a bunch of them sucked <laughs> and let me tell you those two guys were fu- like I, I fucking never laughed so hard in my goddamn life they right. rock like First time I ever met Sam, we we all stayed in a hotel room. We were sleeping on the floor. There was this guy that, that you know, like how hotel rooms have this the door that goes to the other room. Yeah, there was a guy I didn't like that was over there. But Sam had walked in when that guy was trying to give us fish. The yeah, other guy he was like, "Here's this fish." I was like, "We're taking the fish, but fuck you, fuck you, you fucking suck. <laughs> I don't fucking like you. You look like a goddamn monkey. You fucking suck." And then here comes. Sammy's like, "Hey man, I'm sorry, dude." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, no, you. you're cool." Hey, I was like. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, tons of fun. Guys rock. Dante Powell, Sam Talent. 
dig into what they're offering. Don't be a fucking dork if you love the show. Get on our Patreon. That's all the plugs we got to give. No corporate sponsors. Could we get them? Yes. Do we get them? No. Will we one day, if we find the right one, Lord willing, it'll all work out, We baby. do have a sponsor, but I'm wait- we're waiting. But that's still not a corporate sponsor, bro. No. Sure, just go ahead and give them a shout out. Ah. I said they're going to do it. But will they? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll fucking say it and they have to do it. They listening? Yeah. You sure? Oh, yeah, they do. They do. All right, spill it, you fucking dumb dumb. It's Maggot Stomp. Yeah, we got a Maggot Stomp. Records, man. My idea was, so they're going to give us a promo code for some sort of percentage off. Sure. And, dude, Andy was telling me he's got six Sengasuga Bog shirts. Yeah. So if you like that shirts, if you like that band, and all the other bands on Maggot Stomp that we turn you on to, you gotta, you, we're going to have a code where you can go to their web store and get a discount. So my man could have saved loot, you know? Yeah. We they, don't have that to give you right now. <laughs> but we will. One of those things. We're slow. The whole world's slow right now. But the the deal is, is it's, to me, the number one current death metal label. And my idea was every week we dig into the web store, find something we would personally buy, and tell you, the listener, what our picks are. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean that—that's the type of thing. What are you doing, dog? Whatever I want. If you, yeah, if you want to help us out, you can dig into that link whenever we get it. That's how we're doing it around here. Did you only thing, yeah, only th- oh, <laughs> only things that we fuck Shout with. Shout out to Honey Ham, <laughs> Cold Cut Ham, <laughs> Pepperidge Farm ass smelling motherfucker. Only things we fuck with are what we're promoting. Anyway, look, guys, here we go. You know how the show works. Some people hate that we drift. Some people love that we drift. So I don't know the right balance. However, that's all promotion, doggy. That's 18 minutes of us, but it's fun promotion. We're, yeah. so, we're only shouting out our friends. And here we go into the fucking facts. Let me give you the overview up top, let you, let you know what's going on. I told you it's a fucking shootout. So let's go to April 11, 1986. We're in Pinecrest, Florida. Eight FBI agents take on two Serial bank robbers and confirmed murderers in a fucking firefight. During the firefight, special agents Jerry Dove and Benjamin Grogan were killed. Five other agents were wounded. Again, that's eight agents. Two of them died. Five of them got fucked up against two people. Two suspects, William Russell Maddox, Michael Lee Platt ended up being killed. And I love that. That horns me up, dude. Yeah. No way out, brother. You caused it. You deal with it. You don't take the easy way out. You go out. All guns blazing. Yeah. That's the hardest pre-song, dude. That is. The breakdown of that? Yeah. God. Let me tell you what. Damn it. Outlaw names that rule. Oh. Badass Maddox. Outlaw yeah. Platt. Yeah. It's cool. For sure. You know. That's a, that's wallet material, dude. If your last name's Maddox, you get badass Maddox printed on your wallet. You're fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice. You're having sex, dude. Yeah. This incident is infamous in FBI history, and lots of law enforcement study the shootout because they they know they try to find out what went wrong, how to not have it happen to them, and how to what's eliminate suspects quicker. 
despite that the FBI outnumbered the suspects four to one, the agents got fucking got by semi-automatic rifle fire, and they had no way to effectively respond to it, which is crazy. But this did change a lot. Just like the Los Angeles bank robbery shootout we talked about. Sure. This is one of those cases where it's a wake-up call. They need heavy artillery. And they need to be better trained in gunfighting. Because gunfighting is a science unto itself. Oh, sure is. One that sounds very fucking cool. Have you seen that movie Extraction on Netflix? Yeah, it rocks! So hard. I was telling Andy about that shit. It rocks, The gunfighting in that shit is legit. It's kind of corny. But, dude, someone taught... What's Thor's name? I don't know. It's Thor. Someone thought Thor. Someone taught Thor. Like jujitsu and wrestling. Yeah. Because he was doing like good. Gra- like a lot of back in the day, you would see fights and they'd be all like Kung Fu, Taekwondo based, like silly. But he, he's grappling and like yeah. it's a pretty realistic. It, I would almost guarantee it's the same team as John Wick. Well, some dude that lives at the gym actually told me to watch that he's like it's legitimately how we train in the military it's corny as fuck yeah but it rocks hey and dude like i was like super impressed with it's the, gory with as the, fuck with too. the knife fighting shit yeah like, it rocks. the knife fighting shit was legit oh yeah know? is it, like, it dude yeah you know about knife fighting bro i, do. I can knife <laughs> fight like a motherfucker <laughs> can you yeah have you i've never been in a knife fight <laughs> yeah so how can you say you could knife uh, fight but dude? i'm saying like the shit he was doing was legit but how do you know no how does anybody know because they knife fight, dude. Nobody gets in a knife fight unless yeah, that dude. Well, it's usually somebody character. Knife fight. Yeah, military. like in the military. Yeah, or like some weird special option. You're fucking knife fighting, brother. Which also sounds very cool, dude. <laughs> it sounds real. I cool, do wear bro. gloves. What? I will wear a glove. When? Anytime. <laughs> do you have them? I've got a fast fucking car. Uh, weights. I got you don't a have a fast car, dude. My my car's fast. It's a V six. Remember when I was taking you on a wild ride and you were like, slow down, slow Because we were hammered. Yeah. You were hammered. Yeah. That's terrifying. We were going 100. I was scared. In a 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's. How fast did that motherfucker go in six seconds? 100. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I bet my truck's faster than your car. Hell no. Only one way to find out, we you will. fucking idiot. Do, man. Dude, I got a Z71 Silverado. That ain't shit. What do you got to do to start it? <laughs> you gotta push it like you yeah like you're trying to start up a fucking uh weed eater or some shit yeah there's a fuel injection problem for sure yeah and that's a problem it will fucking smoke that no I'm, okay why know. you always do stuff like this dude i'm All trying right. to have a good podcast and yeah. you're arguing about dumb facts well there's dumb facts and then there's reality you got a v6 car dude yeah i got a v8 truck the rover will smoke it's it got too. a v8 it's a v6 Yours has a V8. Both of mine do. You uh, know the rover will smoke you. Let's I don't know. let's live in I don't know let's live in the rover. real world, dude. Okay, but your Z seventy one will not. It will. <laughs> it will for sure. Listen. <laughs> it's pretty quick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it starts up like an old man did. That, that, that's true, but it's gonna be already started. <laughs> we get to race already it, started. It'll be started While up. While yours dude. is starting, mine will be going. Is that true? Yeah, all I do is turn it on and go. <laughs> yeah, but you got to fucking kick it 80 <laughs> times. Yeah, man. And your grandpa's going to come out and go, now nah, you be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs> got me. Nah, dude. Just face the facts, brother. You got hose on that car. Uh-uh. Yeah, didn't we look at the blue book, dude? Nope. Have you already lived this before? No, I bet I paid what it's, what it's worth, though. 
What'd you pay? It's worth fourteen, but I got it for eleven. I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay. What year is it? Oh nine. Challenger. Yep. Oh nine V six. Challenger. Blue book. But if you don't suck me now, you will never suck me again. And my balls will be blue from it because I'm rock hard. I fuck it right now. Kelly Blue Book. Really? It couldn't be any slower. This is, this is not entertaining. This is about like your car starting. Yeah. Well, blah, 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 blah. But dude, uh, I love a fucking gunfight. I don't know how we got down this road. From gunfighting. But if you gunfighting, car now, racing is the same now. What do you mean? Oh, car racing does kind of rock, dude. Kind of. Kind of does. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. How many miles does it have on it? I don't even know. You really don't? I look at. Numbers and it's only got 250 horsepower, dude. Come on, dog. 8,500 bucks, brother. Hate to break it to you. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) but someone says, unbelievably, the quickest machines on paved roads. This is a review for it, dude. That's true. No, go far. Listen, man, let's just you fire your phone up and we'll race. And I'll see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, dude, I don't want to shit on you, but it's just the way that the world is, bro. I know, man. I know how it is. I probably got fucked on it. I don't really you definitely shit. did. I don't give a shit. I got uh, anyway. Yeah, fuck cars. That's dork shit. But there are people that listen that love cars. I know for a fact because yeah. I, I I do accept friend requests from time to time. Like I'll see, like finally. I'll be sitting around one day, and someone will try to add me, and I'll look at that folder and be like, Jesus God, <laughs> just go through. And say approve all and regret it. Because I'll see a lot of fucking, here's what I'm doing to my race ride. Race ride? <laughs> I much prefer a race ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, dude, this this is pure insanity. I promise not to waver again. This shit makes me rock hard, bro. I love, look, dude, there's a lot of crimes that should be crimes. Pedophilia, rape, sexual assault. Worse than bank robbery. I oh feel like. my dude, of course. What do you mean? Everyone feels like that. I feel like dude, yeah. pedophilia's I would say ten times worse than murder. Remember when our old producer tried to argue us about this shit? No. Dude, he was like, You think it's worse than murder? Dude, yes. A million times yes. It makes people want to murder. He just tried because he'd always try to devil's advocate it, dude. I feel different than you. That's why I don't have any goddamn hair. Yeah, that's true. It all fell out. At the out age of twenty eight. Because he wanted to get out. <laughs> It wanted to go. It wanted to go because of opinions. No, he rocks. But I'm just saying, like, that's one of those devil advocate. Like, dude, murder is bad. Sure, of course it is. But pedophilia is way worse. I mean, you're ruining. You're you're making someone want to die. And we talked about this enough already. But I want to die all the time if I think about the shit that happened to me. It's like the that's like the first thought that comes up when you think about. That's it. why I can drink so much. Yeah, for sure. I can feel it down in my fucking dick. <laughs> Where it got sucked when I was Yeah, I got, it, I, got it, I got it. It's not funny, but it happened to us, so it is funny. It didn't happen to you, it happened to us, so you can't tell us what to do about it. 
But this shit, dude, as far as crime goes, bank robbery is on the low end of the spectrum. Dude, banks are bullshit. They rob you every day. Yeah. It's not even real. Are you trying to tell me that you've never just tried to live your life and then all of a sudden you're over fucking drawn for no reason? You had the money in there, but it cleared the day after you expected it to and you get overdraft fees. That will fucking ruin you if you're poor. Or money's so important and it's so real that you just got a goddamn check from the government. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're in so much debt. Yeah. The government has no money. We're bankrupt. Oh, but here. Come on. And, dude, I'm getting $6,000 back on tax returns. Yeah. Explain it. Money's not real. It can't be. It can't be. So bank robbery is not shit to me. If you did a bank robbery and you got away with it, you fucking rule. But if you didn't get away with it and the cops pin you down, you have got the rare opportunity. When your bourbon still smells like sour apple four loco, sure. still. Yeah, no, it's down. <laughs> it's down My in there. My ass is going to take some candy apples. It's down in there, dude. If you, if you get pinned into a corner, you have a rare opportunity to have the most fun you can have. I'm telling you, the number one way to die, and I would hate if someone took me up on this, but at the same time, I know you had fun. The number one way to go is a shootout with the cops, dude. It's the way to go. Sure. Maddox and Platt both got shot multiple times after they were each wounded until they died. They kept shooting and hitting they were fucking them up. They were Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen of police gunfights, dude. That's so cool, man. Number one and that two. That is the best reference I've ever heard <laughs> in your goddamn life. Now, one, after this incident, this is when the FBI started carrying around forty calibers instead of, instead of revolvers and shit. Semi-automatic forty calibers. That's what I got. Yeah. A Sig Sauer. forty caliber with a 14-round clip. Sure. If you come into my house... My friend that works for DHS gave me federal rounds. They spread and shoot a pellet. I will fuck you up because I won't. I don't want to kill anybody. No. Most of the time, when people break in to do crime, they they have a bad life. Here's the problem with clips. He said they get stopped up faster than revolvers will. Not this one, bro. Okay. It's it's literally the most reliable semi-automatic handgun. You know what I'm anyway, doing to a that? motherfucker if they come in my Sucking house? Sucking their dicks? Way worse. Fucking them. I'm cutting their fucking goddamn limbs off with a, a samurai sword. You do have a rocket samurai hey. sword, dude. A close range <laughs> shit. That's the best thing you can have. And you're going to be like, sit. It only makes sense <sighs> if you don't sleep good. If you don't yeah. sleep good. Samurai sword. Makes sense. If you sleep real well, guns make total yeah, well, sense. My friend gave me close, I lose my eyes closed all night. My friend gave me close-range combat ones that they use when they're clearing houses. Yeah. So if you miss, it won't go through and hit your you kids. You hold real close to your chest when you do those? Have you ever done a uh, 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 house-clearing scenario? No, dude. Why the fuck would I do that? You, need you did that? Yeah, I've done one. <laughs> because you, can't, you, don't want to stick them, you don't want to stick it straight out. That's so funny to you think about. Just you clear the house, dude. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> clear. They, they make you hold. Like <laughs> if, you, if you hold your elbows close to your ribs and your gun to your chest, yeah. and you just point like this, you get more range yeah. in a in a room scenario. The outside's different. Yeah, my, my friend showed me it, like how to shoot it and shit, yeah. but I've never cleared a house because I'm was a, cop. a grown man. My, my pops is a cop. Pop cop. 
pop gun. Yeah, man. Um, oh, he gave me a gun whenever 9-11 happened. He said, stick this one in your bed in case some... Because you don't know Saint when Coons. the Browns are coming, dude. Saint That's fucked. But it, like, it's Saint also Coons hilarious. Come around? Yeah. I was like, what is that? And he was like, you know, towels. And I was like, towels, <laughs> dude. So I should be shooting. Them Grandpa's whenever. a little racist. Yeah. But he's an old man. dude. He's an old man. He's, well, an, old like, so whenever he's an old cop. Whenever dude. Nana's folding towels, I should be shooting at him. Yeah. And he's Most like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, you know. Anyway, point is, I got nasty rounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm ready. How long have you had them for? Long time. They're expired then. No, they're not. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> Somebody asked me about furlough. Like, yeah, I've been on furlough. I get paid. That means I'm going to get my job back. I was like, yeah. I was like, Chris said that that wasn't real. It's <laughs> like, yeah. Chris, That's not what I said. Yeah, you said laid off is better than furlough. Yeah, for sure. Nope. No, dude. Furlough. Means you have a job still. You get paid. You don't get unemployment laid off for furlough. You're laid off. You get back pay have on furlough. Have you ever been laid off from a job? Yeah. Fired? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> no, dude. Furlough. Uh, uh, don't just. Read <laughs> I'm that. telling you for federal. I okay. know what it yeah, is. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I was in. A, I was watching my wife's meeting on the phone when she's like, "You guys are on furlough. That means you're going to get hired back on. Whenever this is all over." Well, they're using the wrong term, dog. Hey, did you ever think about googling the word? Yeah, but. But what? You could do it yourself. And find out don't that I'm right because again. Because yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. You're right. Let's go into the. This is what we always do. Michael Lee Platt. And this dude, and this always happens. This is the main benefit to the military. He was born February third, nineteen fifty four. His name, full name, when he was born, Michael Lee Platt. His homie, friend in combat, William Russell Maddox, which is a cool Maddox is a cool fucking name. He was born June twenty fifth, nineteen fifty one. They met in the army, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. What else do you do in Kentucky except plan fucking bank robberies? Maddox first served in the U.S. Marine Corps from 1969 to 1972. However, he was a cook, which the most dangerous person in the military ever, Steven Seagal, under siege. Yeah. He was a cook. Did you look up furlough and find out? I did, actually. And got got, dude. No, I didn't. You got got. You got got. Read it. Dude, the first one thing I said was like, if you're in the armed forces and something happens, you're on furlough. It means you're on a leave of absence. Yeah. So if I'm at school and I'm on a leave of absence, it means I'm sick. And no, I no, come no, back no, 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 right? here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Dude, hold on, dumb shit. Okay. What I'm saying about furlough. God damn it. You're ruining another podcast. So no, what I'm dude. saying about furlough, you're not let go at all. Man, a furlough is a temporary layoff of work. A temporary right. layoff. But you don't get paid, dude. No, no, no. You get back paid when you come back. You don't get paid while you're off. No. Laid off is when you don't get shit no 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 laid off you get unemployment you don't get unemployment when you're on furlough furlough. she gets but they're they're spencer's is using can you believe that spencer's might be using the wrong word no because listen dude my friend that the same guy i'm talking about that works for dhs he gets furloughed from time to time when they're doing when they're doing federal government budget cuts and when he's on furlough he does not get paid but when he comes back he Uh gets back pay and what i was saying is when you're on furlough you don't get paid during that time. If you don't have money saved up, you're fucked because you can't get unemployment benefits when you're on furlough. People often encounter the word furlough during 
government shutdown. That's what I'm saying, dude. No, you're not. Just let me read. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Non-essential public employees are told not to go to work. Private companies, however, also furlough employees. In general, people are not paid during furloughs. That's what I'm saying. No, you're not. You're fucking idiots. But they keep their employment benefits. Dude, you don't get paid, bro. Gets you don't get paid, bro. Payment of benefits. That means. Health insurance gets paid. Yeah. Her health insurance is paid. Sure. She still gets unemployed. But they don't write her a check, they, dude. No, 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 no. Exactly. They don't. She's laid off, bro. No. Laid off means you can't get All right, get we're arguing. Benefits. Look, we're, we're fucking up this podcast. I know, but you're wrong. I'm not. You are. The, the, even the Can way you read it. somebody talk to a retard for me? <laughs> <laughs> but even the way you read it is the same thing I'm saying, dude. No, it's not. All right. Last time, I'm going to go through it, and we're done. You might be right. Layoff means when an employer dismisses employees, this means they are let go, laid off, fired from their job. Dumb. You're dumb. You're a fucking retard. I'm peeing. Okay, I'll keep this going, but the, that, that means I get the last word, you dumb shit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, no. The real word anyway, is you're a no, fucking I'm moving on. retard. All right, fair stupid. enough. Fair enough. I'm moving and on. You have no balls. <laughs> that's true. Also true. Your wife shit all over me. <laughs> that's true. And the, all the nuts that's in the family is from the shit that she sprayed on me. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, my wife did let a big fart earlier, and it turned me on. Anyway, we'll go back to the story. Again, a cook, Steven Seagal under siege. You cannot discount a military cook because Seagal will break your wrist, throw you into a car, and make it explode. You got to watch out for him. The only problem here is that my man was honorably discharged because he got the rank of staff sergeant, which seems crazy for a cook, but that's how the military works. It doesn't matter what job you have. If you spend enough time in, your rank climbs the same fucking way, which pretty, which fucking rocks, dude. Being a cook in the Army wouldn't be so bad because it, it's like, I'm sure it's all Cisco style. Pre-prepared food, you're not putting a lot of technique into it, but I bet because they're, they respect their friends, you went to basic training with them the same way, Probably put a lot of love into that cooking. And if you love cooking, you love being in the kitchen, it's not that bad of a job. So I bet that guy was having a good time. But anyway, honorably discharged, that means he wanted out. 1973, he decided to enlist in the U.S. Army and served in the military police, which is a drastic shift. He was honorably discharged from the U.S. Army in 1976. Platt enlisted in the Army in 1972 as an infantryman. And was one of the hardest of hard military positions, a U.S. Army Ranger, and he did that during the Vietnam War. I'm, I would get, I would almost guarantee, in military service, nobody has seen more shit than an Army Ranger in the Vietnamese War. Think about this: the Night Stalker, his cousin, that turned him on to brutal murder was a ranger in the Vietnam War. That's the type of shit that Platt was getting into. He was laid off from life, dude. Yeah, because he went to jail. Now, if he would have done that guy Ramirez, I'll shut, you're going to keep this going, dude. I'm already <laughs> gone. I, know I don't care if I'm wrong. I, yeah, you're wrong. I'm fine. And it happens all the time. Doesn't matter to me. I'm like Trump, dude. Yeah, you really. I keep rolling, bro. You really fucking. I just are, keep man. rolling, dude. Who I, cares? That's what I like about. you. I don't bro. even fucking care. Yeah. That's why he rocks so hard, dude. Yeah. Look again. 
politically, don't know, I don't know better. Mm-mm. Don't care about. I'm sure he sucks dick. I'm sure he's a piece of shit, garbage politician. Yeah, it's probably ruining the country. However, the way that he just rolls, yeah, he's wrong. That's what retards do. <laughs> <laughs> he's wrong, dude, <laughs> yeah. all the time. People tell him he's wrong. He does not even acknowledge it, bro. Retard is so cool, man. <laughs> I know. What a cool it, goddamn it, word. It's such a funny word, dude. I'm again, so hey, bummed. dude. You want to know the funniest thing I've heard in a long time? And look, people are already gonna hate me when I tell you this. I watched Louis C.K.'s new comedy special. It's pay what you want to. I paid three cents. Okay, so am I a bad guy? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. I think I'm a tremendous guy, an incredible guy, one of the best guys. Downloaded the Louis C.K. special, watched it. Sorry to tell you this shit, America. It fucking rocks. <laughs> He's got a joke. Did I already tell you this? Uh-uh. He's talking to a retard. Oh. And he's like, hey, good news. Because he goes on about PC culture, which is a little bit of a trope, but he does it literally. Be- this is the best argument I've ever heard for it. He destroys it. He's like, hey, man, I got some good news for you. He's like, yeah, what's that? He's like, you're not retarded anymore. He's like, you cured me? He's like, no. <laughs> no. You're just not retarded anymore, dude. <laughs> you can run for president. Yeah. Dude, Louis C.K. would be a rocket president, bro. Trump did way worse things to women. He did. Look, I don't think Louis is a good guy. I don't think he says he's a good guy. He just jacked off in front of women, and he asked them first. I'm going to have an annual, bro. Yeah, I've done way worse shit than that. Are you sure? Yeah. It's Not pretty bad. Right. I've, I've came in somebody's toothbrush before. Yeah. That's pretty bad. But I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm, I can tell you why Louis C.K. thinks bad. I empathize with it. I understand it completely. I'm in that world. He took. He's the biggest comedian in the world. Still. Still. This is what people don't understand that are on the outside of it. that want to shit on him. Guys. He's still smoking arenas. If he's in your town. Anywhere, an arena, a comedy club, a middle-sized venue, he's selling it out for five nights in a row. It doesn't matter. No one cares about what he did. Do you get it? Yeah. He's the guy, dude. He's the best comedian. And I'm telling you that news, it's incredible. But anyway, he used that power. It's like if, if Bill Clinton was in front of you. Oh, let me just jack off on you one quick time. It'd be very hard to say no. You know? I wouldn't say no. Mm -hmm. Would you? I'd rather his brother jack off on me. Go away. I thought it was one of my kids. It was my wife. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It's just my wife getting weed. No panic. Nobody. She's taking a bite of the Milky Way. Because we got an old school Milky Way tin. Yeah, I love that. That's Anytime cool. she gets stoned, I'm for sure pounding the witch rocks. The good news for There everybody. was a study that, and my wife showed us, she was like, if women smoke weed, they become way more hornier. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, okay, well, I'll go find you some weed. Sex feels better when you smoke weed, dude. I do not like sex when I'm high. Are you serious? Well, that's because you're pretty new to it. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are, dude. Nah, dude, I smoked a lot when I was younger. Yeah, but you took a long time off, bro. Man, I used to. Yeah, yeah, I did. But Face the facts, man. No, 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 it's fine. Don't be defiant here. Because you're still in the panic stage. No. 
You freak out when you get high, dude. No, 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 no. I feel music when I'm high. And I would rather listen to music than have sex when I'm high. Oh, that's I know that's crazy, so but it's good. true. <laughs> Doing both at the same time. Have you, have you listened to that? Uh, um, man, what is it? Hold Four? on. I'm going. Uh, we're going. Let's I not know, do this. I know. We're okay. going way off. Okay. Um, I mean, it it does tie in with the with the army and shit, and it does tie into. We got we got off this path because we're talking about army rangers, and for real, I mean, just the depravity that the army dealt in Vietnam at the elite level like that. They're do they were terrorists because what's a terrorist? Somebody that imparts terror. It doesn't matter that they're Americans. That's our problem here. Is we don't we 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 do have domestic terrorists like that's what we would call Timothy McVeigh. Uh, the FBI. Yeah, well, we wouldn't call them that. We would call them that, but the government wouldn't call them that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But they, I mean, dude, the army did terrorism tactics in Vietnam. Sure. They tortured people. They did psychological warfare. They did, like, that's what the FBI did in Waco, for example. I mean, they, there's a lot of terrorists in the government, but f- for sure. I mean, they were torturing people, doing psychological terrorism, doing crazy experiments in Vietnam. I'm just saying, this guy came by honestly. Platt. Being an army ranger in Vietnam, the the way that he would go, this is the real Rambo. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, dude, I watched uh, the next last Rambo movie today. Oh, that one rules. It's so good, dude. The newest Rambo movie kind of stinks. That, yeah, oh, it's bad. That that last one might be the mm. best one, man. No, no, no. First Blood is far and away. Okay, yeah, but there's not as much gore in it, dude. No, but the the plot. You stab somebody in the stomach, and yeah. then you open them up oh, and push rules. them down a hill, and the guts fall out? It rules, dude. That, to me, makes it, it five stars. It's five stars. Rambo, five stars. I love all of them. First Blood. Except for the last one. First Blood, ten stars. First Blood is literally one of the best movies that there has ever been. Oh, it's just cop-killing. Oh. <laughs> God, I'm so hard, dude. Oh, dude yeah. This shit gets me so rev, bro. Yeah. But this is the real life Rambo, dude. Yeah. I'm, this shootout right here is the real life Rambo because, dude, the military trained him to be an elite soldier, to be an agent of fucking chaos, to survive, to get shot and still shoot back. They engineered him, and then he took it upon himself to take on what he considered a corrupt system and got in a shootout with the FB fucking I and came through a champion. Sometimes you're born with a purpose in life. Fuck! There is such thing as destiny. Fuck! Unfortunately, this guy didn't live. Both of these men's former wives, both of them, dude, unrelated, both of their wives died under violent circumstances. Maddox's wife... She was a retired U.S. Army specialist named Patricia Bukanich. Her and a female co-worker, Joyce McFadden, were both stabbed to death on December 30th, 1983 at Riverside Methodist Hospital in Columbus, Ohio, where both of them worked by an insane person. Crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. Maddox claimed to invest... operative. And he... That's what I was about to say, but here's why. Think about this shit. Yeah. Think about this. What I'm about to tell you. These guys worked together. They didn't know each other before their military service, right? Maddox claimed to investigators he suspected Platt carried on an affair with his wife. Maddox 
was the number one suspect in the killing, but was never charged with the murders. Sure. You can't get stabbed at a hospital. Two women stabbed to death and nobody knows about it. That does not happen. That's that's, uh, definitely a central intelligence agency. It's an op, dude. That's an op. It's an op, bro. Yeah. After his wife's death, Maddox moved to Miami because Platt wanted him to move there. He married a woman named Brenda Horn. He had one daughter named Christy Lou. Relocated to Homestead, Florida, which is where Maddox began a landscaping and tree removal business called the Yankee Clipper with Platt. Platt's first marriage ended in divorce. Sure. In December of 1984, Platt's second wife, Regina E. Leland Platt, he married nine months before this happened. She was found shot dead with a shotgun from a single shot in the mouth. Her death ruled suicide. CIA op. Yeah. 100%. Prior to embarking on their crime spree, neither Platt nor Maddox had any sort of criminal record. At the time of Platt's killing, his newest wife had no idea that her husband and friend Maddox were notorious bank robbers. In the end, he would end up fathering an infant son after he died. Sure. God damn. I, I can I'm tell just you. telling you, dude, this is a story, bro. Yeah. This is reality. You can't write a movie this good. No. Uh, the thing that's so crazy about it is the uh, when you divorce, how crazy when you you get crazy when you if you get a divorce. If you're on the verge of divorce, you're crazy. Been close, been there. Yeah, but if you get a divorce, you're crazy. You, you get go. crazy. Oh, you went, dude. I went. You went. Uh, and I got other friends that went. Yeah. I got a friend, dude. I got a friend whose wife was such a piece of shit. Yeah. Way worse than what you dealt with. Yeah. I mean, like, stole money, fucked around, big time cunt. When they divorced, he he went the same time. He wouldn't eat. He was drinking beef stock. Yeah. To just make himself eat something. It's like, dude, you had no other option. Yeah. You should have killed her. Well, you, you get so crazy. It, it doesn't. There's there's a certain type of sadness that comes with divorce. Like I, I've, I said on our Patreon episode, my grandma who raised me died. I didn't cry. It, but it was in that time slot. It was in the time slot. In the same time slot, I also found somebody when I was working who had hung themselves. You I had a shit I, year, dude. I didn't cry. I didn't fucking shit the bed during that. It fucked me up, but not a bad. And then I got a divorce. Then my grandpa died. Who's my dad? And to think that I'm still on the rails. <laughs> yeah, you're back, dude. I'm I'm on the crazy train, but I'm still you're all on the, the way rails. back. You know, I'm fine. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I grew from that. Some people don't come yeah, back. Sure, that's not the worst I've seen you, bro. No, no. Some people don't come back. From one instance, I had four that happened back to back. You are already so traumatized, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, bro. I had, I had to figure Face out. Face the facts, you're hard, dude. Yeah. You're already hard from having a hard life. You know, honestly. I, Most people wouldn't roll through what you did. I told my teacher in the seventh grade. You're gay. No, no, no. I told her. <laughs> I said, I would never meet. I would never be 25. She said, why? I said, I'll kill myself when I'm 22. Yeah. I don't want to live that long. This yeah. shit sucks already. Oh, yeah. So when you deal with that, 
the trauma of war and the trauma of like being uh, divorced or the trauma of losing somebody you love. Yeah. Or, people, or like the CIA killing your fucking wife. Sure. You don't come back from that. No. What do you do? You rob banks. Or you kill the, the only reason that, the, I mean, and, you know, especially Platt. I mean, both of them were career military. Not career military because that means you're still in. Both of them were deep in the military during Vietnam. But Platt especially. When you're used to the type of conflict and trauma and PTSD that you went through in Vietnam as a fucking ranger. I mean, it's like, dude, you're setting traps for human beings. You're incinerating humans. You're sneaking in and murdering entire villages because the government tells you to. I mean, if your wife dies of a shotgun blast to the face, he's probably just like, okay, I know. That's what I deal with. Do you know what I mean? You've gone so far off the fucking path. It's over. So, yeah, it's easy to, to turn to a life of crime. So let's go to October 5th, 1985, when Platt and Maddox murdered... 25-year-old Emilio Burrell, the guy was target shooting at a rock pit. Then they stole his car, and they, this is why they murdered him, because they needed a car. So they had a guy alone where they were all shooting, practicing their shots. There was a guy out there by himself with a car, shot him, took his car, so that they could use it to commit several robberies and it not come back to them. His remains were found in March of 1986 and then not identified by anybody until May. Eleven days after murdering him, Platt and Maddox attempted to rob a Wells Fargo armored truck in front of a Winn-Dixie supermarket, which, that's a hard move. One of them shot a security guard in the leg with a shotgun. The other two guards returned fire, but neither Platt or Maddox were wounded. No money was taken in the botched robbery, but the injured guard later died from his wound to the leg. So they probably hit a femoral artery. But, you know, they got a little bit spooked when the guards returned fire. Maybe. Or, you know, the plan changed enough where they got out of there. I mean, imagine being in a shootout and not following through. I, this is what I think. It's your first attempt. I think that they did that, and they were hoping that it was going to be more people. More people from the government. FBI involved, cops. You think they thought they? You think they thought that their wise murders were an op already, and they wanted to take on the law? Yeah, that's what I, I think. They wanted to take them on, take as many of them. They wanted to kill as many motherfuckers as they could. They have no reason to live. Their friendship bonded them together enough to kill as many people as they could from the government, or anybody that got in their way. Period. Sure. Talk louder. I mean, nah. or catch one. Catch one. What? Bullet to the chest, dude. I'm looking at the levels, and you're just way more quiet than me. Turn, turn the mic up. It doesn't work like that. We're yeah, on I mono. Know. I'm talking loud enough. You talk loud. Yeah, dude. It's a podcast. What I'm saying is, is that <laughs> it makes total sense. Like, if you get to where you don't give a shit about nothing, yeah, you want to go. Take them all. But you want to take people with you. Could be. Man, and maybe they just were like, you know, these guys don't deserve to die. Now, this comes from the thought of two people have thought like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been times, bro. There's been several times in my life where it's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. How many are you going? You want to stop me? Stop me. <laughs> Let's see. A week later, they robbed a teller station outside a branch of the Florida National Bank and an actual branch of the Professional Savings Bank. They took a little break and resumed robberies again on January 10th, 1986 by attacking a Brinks armored truck. 
After shooting a guard twice, they escaped in the car that they stole from Briel. A civilian followed them from the scene and saw them switch into a white Ford F-150. On March 12th, they robbed and shot Jose Colazzo. He was also shooting at the rock pit. Don't go to a rock pit to shoot guns if this teaches you anything. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be out there. There could be crazy people. You know, one time I went shooting at a rock pit in Colorado with my friend Phil that listens, I think. Yeah, definitely it was with him. Or was it with you? Somewhere else. I'm pretty sure it was with Phil in Colorado. But we pulled to the shooting range, and these guys are shooting a computer monitor like right next to us. And I was like, hey, chill out. Throw it out there. Don't shoot it this close. And they're like, oh, it's cool. I was like, it's not really that cool. So I scoot way over. They shot with a shotgun, and one of the pellets bounced off of it and hit me in the leg. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That wasn't me. Smacked him around. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was. I can't remember, dude. I shot in Rock Pit in Little Rock, which is about an hour away from where we live. Why is that the place to shoot you at? Rock I Pit. I don't know. <laughs> I get my, my uncle. Check out my gravel My uncle was pit. a. Uh, I lick my butt and suck my dick. He was trying to be a patch member of the Hells Angels at one point. Oh, my God. And he got away from it. He's legitimately fucking bonkers, but he, he became Bonked. Uh, uh, he became the firearms distributor for the Little Rock Police Department. So he had all kinds of... F- sounds all sounds right. Listen, when I was 15, I watched a video of him. He put a... He strapped like a regular ass video camera. Not a, not a small one, but like a goddamn Sony, like big fucking thing on his head. He duct taped that motherfucker to his head, jumped out of a tree and slid a hog's throat. Oh yeah, I see that. Okay, so it was cra- It was some crazy shit. Yeah. He had all, I'm going to say he had all kinds of shit. He had missile launchers, grenade launchers, sure. locked up, all kinds. Of, he a wildsman. He taught me how to knife fight when I was younger. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> he told me, he said, look, you can get out of a car if a cop pulls you Kentucky over. Knife and you can, you can kill a cop by within, a knife fight. within 20 feet before he can draw his gun. If he's in 20 feet, you can kill him. And he's selling, he's selling guns to cops. I mean, this yeah. is this is a reality. That's why you see guns shooting motherfuckers with knives when they start getting too close range. I mean, it's real. You got to pop them, dude. So Can't get knifed up. No, but he, he was fucking wild. But, yeah, I mean, like, totally. We went to a rock pit, and then he took me. When I, was, I think I was about 15 or 16, and he took me to Vino's and got me fucking drunk out of my goddamn mind. Sure. And then said to my aunt, well, he just had too much heat today. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he was cool, man. He, he ended Sounds up dying. Tight. Well, yeah, when you party hard, bro. Well, he had... Uh, when it's time to party, we will always party hard. Hey, Lou Gehrig's is what he died from, but he was fucking cool. That's a cool man. disease, dude. Lou he Gehrig was cool. He was a cool, cool motherfucker, man. All right. He tased himself at Thanksgiving and shit his pants. <laughs> they awesome. shot Jose Colazzo at the rock pit. Like, same reason again. They stole his 1979... Jet Black Monte Carlo, only this time Colazzo survived the shooting and fucking shot, walked three miles to get help. A week later, they used Colazzo's car to rob a Barnett Branch Bank. 8.45 a.m. on Friday, April 11th, 1986, a team of FBI agents led by Special Agent Gordon McNeil Assembled at a Home Depot to initiate a rolling stakeout looking for the Black Monte Carlo. Again, they didn't think the guy was alive. So they had no reason to think that anyone would suspect him driving the Black Monte Carlo. The agents did not know the identity of the suspects at the time. 
and they were acting on a hunch that the pair would attempt a bank robbery that morning based on the pattern of how close they were robbing banks together. A total of 14 FBI agents and 11 cars participated in the search. Eight of the FBI agents took part in the actual shootout and were deployed as follows. Supervisory Special Agent Gordon McNeil was alone in his car. Special Agent Richard Manuzzi was alone in his car. Special Agent Benjamin Grogan with Special Agent Jerry Dove in his car. Special Agent Edmondo Morales Jr. with Special Agent John Hanlon. Special Agent Gilbert Orianta paired with Special Agent Ronald Reisner in his car. Around 9.30 a.m., Agents Grogan and Dove spotted the vehicle and began to follow it. Two other stakeout team cars joined them, and eventually an attempt was made to conduct a traffic stop on the subjects who were forced off the road following two collisions, with the last one with a car of the FBI agents Grogan and Dove. Agents Hanlon and Morales and Agent Manazuzzi, these collisions sent the suspect's car nose first into a tree in a small parking area in front of a house at 12201 Southwest 82nd Avenue, pinned between a car that was parked on the passenger side and Manuzzi's car on the driver's side. Of the eight agents on the scene, two of them had Remington 870 shotguns in their vehicles, three were armed with Smith & Wesson 9mm semi-auto pistols, and the other six were armed with, their revol- with simply revolvers. Two of them, 357 Magnums. Four of them, 38 Specials. Not good guns for a shootout. The initial collision that forced the suspects off the road caused unforeseen problems for the agents as the FBI car sustained damage from the steel in the older Monte Carlo. Just prior to ramming the Monte Carlo, Manauzi pulled out his service revolver, put it on the seat in anticipation of the shootout. However, the force of the collision opened the door and sent his only weapon, his pistol, flying out of the door. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What a fucking geek. Black market firearms are way cheaper than what you buy in the store. Yeah, sure. I had a kid the other day tell me, and he's... What does that have to do with this? It has a lot to do with this. He got a three. What, what, you mean like the gun flying out the door? No. Uh, well, I just... Someone picked it up and well, sold no, it? No, no, no. Just like talking about... The, like, these guys overwhelmed them with, with... Firepower. Okay. So, he was telling me he got a Remington that was a revolver. He got it for 30 bucks. Whoa. Okay. So it's either stolen or it never got to the market. Sure. They ran his name. They ran the the serial numbers. They didn't come back stolen. Yeah. It was black market. So you can get them so cheap. What happens is if you get them so cheap, you can stock up. Yeah. I mean, shit, uh, uh, not an AK-47 SKS. You can get one of those for $170. $170. Yeah. And that's online, dude. Yeah. You can buy a kit to build them. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And you can just fucking build it, motherfucker. Clip it up. Cheap ammo. Cheap ammo. You're fucked. FBI was fucked. And deep (laughs) shit, dude. In a lot of fucking trouble. By men who knew what they were doing. Men who were experienced in gunfighting. That's important. 
because the FBI agents, no matter how much they trained, they did not have as much field experience as an Army Ranger in Vietnam. No way. That guy was in, he probably fired, he probably killed a thousand people. All I can say is the way that the, the, the whole situation with the wives being killed is they were probably way deeper than that. Probably so. Because if Well, you, dude, if you were an Army Ranger in Vietnam, you had deep ties to the deep state. Yeah. I mean, they they sent you in to be a terrorist. Well, they, they trained you. They recruit you in, in things that are pages that are not in the book. Of course. So, have you ever seen the Army Rangers training? Yes. Where they put, can put Tabasco in their eyes because Grueling. of sleep deprivation. They're Gnarly. eating coffee beans. They treat them like they're in a cult. Yeah. And they are. Yes. They 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 separate the humanity. And that's, and that's new Army Rangers. You separate the Think humanity. Think about it in the 70s and 60s, dude. Yeah. They wiped them. Well, they called it. They called it. Uh, uh, what the fuck did they call that shit? It wasn't called PTSD. It was called shell shock. Shell shock. Yeah. So if you if you have PTSD, you really don't care about living or dying. Well, the, I'm sure the guy wasn't living in what we would call reality. No. The only thing he knows how to do is what he's been taught, which is fucking kill. Yeah. So if you kill somebody, the, the one thing that you love. And look, we're not far off from Kaczynski territory here. No. Because I'm sure he got his fucking mind fried. Yeah. They wanted him to murder. There has been moments in my life where I've walked around in my house with a sword. Because I thought I hurt something. Sure. But listen, you you have to think that, like, the, the thing with Vietnam, right, is that the, the, the Viet Cong, they were just villagers. Yeah. That formed a guerrilla army. So they sent us in. Two villages. Yeah. We killed women and children. Yeah. Army rangers especially killed women and children. Sure. You can't take a person and go do this. You have to condition them for it. Sure. And that conditioning pushes people into insanity. On the same side, they did that with women and children, though. On I know. They use them to fight. My friend's grandpa was in, in Vietnam, and he, he killed himself. Uh, I mean, I'm shitting on America, but I'm his not. His friend stood guard outside just of a shitting door. shitting on America, you know? His friend stood outside of a, gore of a, a door of a uh, prostitution ring. Yeah. He was having sex with a woman, and whenever he had sex with a woman, whoever it was a military leader for Vietnam had inserted several different razor blades inside of her pussy. Sure. So whenever he fucked, fucked her, he bleed. Got he, wrecked. He bled to death out yeah. of his dick. What can he do? And so it just fucked him it's up. He boy. ended up killing himself. I bet. You don't want to see something. That's like a Hellraiser. So you see that, you get conditioned to it. Yeah. You know? Definitely. So the FBI agent lost his gun, pulled his partner's thirty eight special backup pistol. The collision also knocked off Special Agent Grogan's glasses. So during the gunfight, he could not see at all. These are dorks. An army ranger is going to murk you. You're dead. You you don't have what he's got. You, he didn't lose his glasses. He didn't lose his gun. He was ready for fucking action, brother. He couldn't see. He, Grogan, with no glasses, is credited in landing the first hit of the gunfight. He hit Maddox in the forearm as he leaned out, as Maddox leaned out of the Monte Carlo to fire his shotgun at their car. He hit him in the forearm. Manaluzzi was unable to recover his revolver and was wounded in the head and back by a shotgun blast. Thought to be fired from Maddox's shotgun. McNeil fired over the hood of Manauzi's car, but was wounded by the return fire from Platt. Platt then fired his Mini-14 rifle. 
God damn, that's a hard weapon. Yeah. Mini 14 rifle fired at Morales, who was running across the street to join the fight. Shot Morales in the left forearm, creating a severe wound. Platt then pulled back from the window, giving Maddox an opportunity to fire. Due to collision damage, Maddox would only open his door partially and fire one shotgun round at Grogan and Dove, striking their car. That's when he got shot in the forearm from Gogan's pistol. McNeil returned fire with all six shots from his revolver, hitting Max with two rounds in the head and neck. So basically we're dealing with one man who's going to fuck the entire force of FBI agents up. Max was knocked unconscious by the hits and was unable to fire any more rounds. McNeil got shot in the hand, and due to his wound and blood in his revolver's chambers, he could not reload it. Platt climbed out of the passenger side window one of Dove's 9mm rounds hit his right upper arm and penetrated his chest, stopping an inch away from his heart. The autopsy found that Platt's right lung had collapsed and his chest cavity contained a liter of blood, suggesting damage to the main blood vessels of the right lung. That was one of many gunshot wounds, though, and this was the primary one responsible for his eventual death. Of course, the car had come to a complete stop against the parked vehicle, Platt had to climb across the hood of the vehicle of, and then the parked Oldsmobile Cutlass to get out. That's when he got shot a second and third time in the right thigh and left foot. Those shots, they think, were fired by Dove based on matching up the caliber of the gun. Platt fired one round from his Mini-14 at Reisner and Oritano's position. When he shot, Orionata got wounded by shrapnel that was created from the bullet passing through the car and two rounds hit McNeil. I'm sorry, two rounds fired at McNeil. Only one round hit him, but it was in the neck, which caused him to collapse and left him paralyzed for several hours. Platt positioned the Mini-14 against his shoulder because his right arm was injured and he only switched to the left arm. And again, Platt was the Ranger and was able to continue firing the Mini-14. Dove's 9mm pistol was rendered inoperative after being hit by one of Platt's bullets, shot right in the fucking gun. Again, Rambo. Platt is the real-life fucking Rambo, brother. He's the guy. That's the guy they looked at and said, okay, Hal Hanlon fired at Platt and got shot in the hand while reloading. Grogan and Dove were kneeling alongside the driver's side of the car in the meantime. Both of them were preoccupied with trying to get Dove's weapon to work, and they didn't detect that Platt was aggressively advancing upon them. They thought that he was done for. No, dude, he's still rocking. Platt rounded the rear of their car, killed Grogan with a shot to the chest, shot Hanlon in the fucking dick, dude. Imagine that. You showed up to work. You're an FBI agent. You don't think anything's going to happen to you. You're at the highest tier of government agency. And then kapow, a bank robber shoots you in the goddamn dick. Hey, take a swig for those boys. Of Jägermeister? Yeah, man. Oh, man. All right, dude. And you better do a real one because I'll slap you in your fucking face if you don't. No, you won't. Okay. Try me. I'm going to take a swig of it? You better. (laughs) I I already was. (laughs) I'm going to slap the dog shit out of you if you don't, boy. Do you think slapping me one time is worth getting wrecked? No. Then don't do it. But I will. But you will get... You you can't wreck nothing because I'm already wrecked. When this car is wrecked, it don't start. And if it starts, <laughs> dude, take precautions. I don't want to beat you up. Take precautions. I don't ever want to take do that. 
per cost. I can't be slapped, dude. You can. I can't. Can you be slapped during sex? Yeah, but I. If you want, then she knows. That's if she wants to get fucking destroyed. Yeah. But what if I'm slapping you and I fuck your ass? No. And I pound it real good. If you slap me, I'm a good pounder. I black out, dude. That's the only thing I got. People say shit like that. I don't really, but I'll beat you up and I won't be able to control myself. Well, you know what? You better fuck me. Because you know how sometimes when I get mad, yeah, and it's like you get the gator eye, but it's like I should be able to not be like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it takes me a minute. Yeah, it's gonna be a bad minute, dude. That's okay. So just stop. But I want. Okay. Thank you. Oh my god! (laughs) You can't beat nobody up. Okay. You if you drink like you eat somebody's pussy, we're that's terrible, dude. That was a shot. No. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I counted the four. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. It was count to ten. No, no. Four is a shot. Tens. Almost three shots. Tens what makes you grow hair. Two and a half shots. I'm drunk already. My I gotta dad, work. I have to work so long tomorrow. My dad was hairy, but you know I what got he a did? busy day, bro. He said he took a, a 20 second long shot. Your dad told you that? Yeah, he says it's the only time he ever did drink any time. You know, he did 20 seconds. That's why he never drank again, His dude. His grandpa drank gasoline. <laughs> he died. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But he had a lot of hair. <laughs> wow, man. I can't believe I'm <sighs> hanging out with you. Shut up, idiot. I'm fucking horned up, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm Listen, loving my this. wife's been sending me some dirty shit. I'm loving this, though. Yeah. I mean, it's this that's getting me hot. Yeah, because we're dealing dude, listen, with a gunfight, bro. If your wife sends you pictures, and then you're hearing this. A gunfight, dude? My dick is sock-folded right now. The head of my <laughs> dick is sock-folded. I love gunfights, bro. We gotta don't get know trained. how to do it. We them. gotta get trained in it, dude. Well, I don't want to... Sh- you know, this isn't the life for me. I just like to well, hear well, about it. Listen, we talk about, about it. We're in our 30s. 60? Yeah. It's going to be rough. Also, again, look, he killed Grogan with one shot to the chest. Shot Hanlon in the goddamn dick. Killed Agent Dove with two shots, execution style to the head. And he's injured bad. All right. You're taking a real... Dude, you're going to regret that, buddy. Stop, man. Hey, dude. You just drank a fourth of that bottle of a fifth. You shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're something else, bro. I'm just, yep. look, I don't want it to take away from the story, but if you love us and you know how much Buddy drinks, listen, Buddy shotgunned a 24-ounce, 14% for loco. Then we chugged three Bud Nitros, took a drink of Jaeger in between each one. Been drinking beers the whole time. And we've been drinking beers the whole time. I mean, we're we're through 12 Nitros already. Uh, you're fucked, bud. No, I'm good. <laughs> I believe you, but it's just crazy. Anyway. All you do is pop another Adderall. Platt. That's true. <laughs> Platt. Rambo. The real Rambo. Robin Banks shooting it out with police. He's just now dispatched three federal agents. He got into Grogan and Dove's car while he was attempting to flee the scene. As he entered... Grogan and Dove's car, Morales, just like Platt, only able to use one arm, fired five rounds from his pump shotgun, and he hit Platt in both fucking feet. And that's a bad place to get shot at, dude. God damn. Yeah, Think that's, it, that's a sensitive area, dude. Yeah. And you got to use those boys to run. Yep. Unless you don't give a shit about dying. God, dude. Pl- I'm, look, hey, man, I'm, listen. 
He keeps going. I'm getting a plat portrait. <laughs> he keeps going, bro. He's a real Rambo. At an unknown time, Maddox ended up regaining consciousness. Got into the car with Platt. Remember, Maddox, he's the other bank robber. He himself has been shot twice. Knocked unconscious because he got shot once in the next. Gets into the car with Platt. Crawled into the passenger door. Morales fires four more of his rounds at Platt and Maddox. He hit neither one of them. Now, local police had arrived and joined into the gunfight. There's been a lot of debate about what actually happened at this time. Depending on if you believe Platt is a superhero or you don't want to believe the hype and think this is not true. However, a civilian witness describes Platt leaving the car, walking 20 feet, firing at Morales three times at close range. Morales does not remember this happening. Officer Heckman does not remember Platt leaving the FBI car he was trying to steal. Other officers stated that they did not see Platt leave the car or fire. However, it's known for certain that Platt pulled Maddox's revolver. So how would he get it if he wasn't in close quarters with him? Maddox is an FBI agent. Platt's a robber. Fired three rounds out of it. That happened. So That's he so ha- fucking goddamn cool. So when he was on the verge of death, he got out of the car, took Maddox's revolver. I'm sorry, Maddox is the other robber. I'm dumb. But it still rocks. Let me tell you what that reminds me of. There's a chapter in the in the book of Bushido, which is the Samurai Book of the Samurai. Uh, the Samurai Code of Honor. The real Bible. Yeah. You know, in the face of death, you should be able to You should be able to commit one more act of murder before you die. Pretty much. No pesos. (laughs) But, you know, like. They kind of look the same, dude. What? Like a really, really southern Mexican person and a Japanese person. Yeah. They kind of look the same. Well, Mayans are descent. Of Asians and yeah. Spanish. That's what I'm saying, bro. Um, Horoko Taco Burrito Metitko Ichirasomito. R.I.P. Our new Patreon. Gentlemen <laughs> 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 again! God uh, damn it. No, no, no. Like, like, that's some hard shit. Like, you, oh, yeah. you should be able to commit one more act of killing on the route. Before you In die. Path. Real warrior or, shit. Actually, it actually states In that if your head is removed, you should be able to kill another Because your body's so trained. Woo! Man, Hard. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I dude. love it more than anybody else knows. <laughs> yeah, you almost took yourself to it, dude. I did too, man. You took acid and read it. You shouldn't have done that. No, I took I took a bunch of acid right before I did that, and I drank. Yeah. And it, whew, shouldn't have did it. Man, I wish I would have. Tough night, dude. It was a bad night. I kept you from doing it. Yeah, we went to Waffle House. I was okay. Yeah, you got a Waffle Burger, dude. Because I really was like pissed because nobody was like, well, nobody wants to see Terror together. Terror? Yeah, the band. I was out of town. No, you weren't. You made it to my place in 30 minutes. Dude, I came back from Naga that night. Yeah, I know. But nobody was like, hey, we're going to watch Terror. 
Because I was, it was like when everybody was like, oh, I got a girlfriend, I might be getting married. Or everybody was married. I was, I was already like, married, you dumb bitch. I was not. And I was like, yo, I'm a single man. Let's go to Terror. <laughs> yeah, I was working, dude. That might be one of the best hardcore bands, dude. First album. They got some bangers. There's a couple. Always the hard way. It's okay. That's good. But it doesn't compare. No. It's no. that one, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That one, bro. Yeah. Woo! I don't get Wee! People are like, you know, out of my face. Yeah. Woo! Much. Out of my way. Whenever I hear, I don't give a fuck about you. you do, do, do. God, well, it's no one here gives a fuck about you, but okay. Whatever. Hard. I can't listen to that. I can't listen Dude, to that. I'm telling you. Well, here's what changed the terror. In spectrum, you know. Todd Jones, the guy from Nails, was on that first album. He's a riff monster. Yeah, he Nails. S T I N K S. That first album was good. Nah, stinks. Unsilent Death rules. However, Terror Lowest of the Low. Hard. That's the best hardcore songs ever written. Todd Jones wrote them. What happened to him? Can't tell you. His Twitter presence the last couple of years. Rocks. <laughs> really? He was on some straight music Illuminati shit. We talked about this before. I don't remember. I don't want to remember. This was this. the whole metal sucks. <laughs> yeah, you definitely won't remember this. Yeah. This is that whole metal sucks thing. Uh, metel sucks is Illuminati. Uh, I mean, not actual Illuminati, but that guy's fucked a kid before. Yeah. The Axel Rosenberg guy, he's definitely done Todd that. Todd Jones is the guy that uncovered it, bro. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, a very hilarious fucking presence on Twitter. He gave it up. God rest his soul. Nails is bad, dude. I, If he listens, and I, I, I would do anything if he did. Look, dude, all the respect in the world. I think you're an absolute riffinator. Stop. Stop. Stop trying to do dismember, brother. You just can't. Unsilent Death is good. Dude. I don't give a shit what anybody says. You That's can't. A There's one dismember. This is what modern hardcore moving into death metal territory. Gay creeper looking right at you. That doesn't sound anything like that. Like dismember? It doesn't sound like nails. No, you're no, correct. Yeah. But it's the it's the metal zone pedal. Okay? Yeah. Sure. It's that. <laughs> It, it it's trying, dude. Now nails does not sound like that. Gate creeper sounds they're trying hard. Here's the only band that did that right. Black Breath. Black Breath has an album that is. You kind of got me there, dude. That's just you kind of got me there. Out of all those bands, Gate Creeper is like the furthest. Like I, I'm, I would say that nails is the originator of trying to take this member and involving it into hardcore. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Gate Creeper is the final stage. It's gone too far. Stop. So quit now. Somebody was like, it's like uh it's like dismembering integrity. I'm like, listen. Just quit! Don't say that you ever. Separate those two bands, and that's good. Sure. They put them together. Stinks. Get the S D I N K S Stinks. I do like Nell's first album. Okay. I love it. I got no beef with that. I'm with Todd. I'm look, dude, I'm on Team Todd. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's got like eight kids. I'm on the he's side. Got eight kids. Yeah, I'm with him, dude. Yeah, I'm not anymore. He, <laughs> he's an animal, bro. He's got eight kids. He's, he's a like... literal wild animal. He yeah. does wild shit. 
I'm I'm that's the all type the same mom. Look, that's the type of person I like. I don't know. That's the type of person I like, dude. Just if un- it's different moms, I'm cool. Here's the deal: he's unhinged, bro, and I like unhinged. Well, if he's unhinged, then he's got a different mom for each kid. But dude, anyway, like hit, mentally, think about how where you got to be at to write lowest of the low, dude. Oh, fuck it's yeah. literally the probably listen. <laughs> it's one hey, of the hardest records I don't ever. Know. Man, I've seen Terror, I don't know how many times. I've seen a bunch. Yeah. Every time they play that shit. You never saw him with Todd, brother. I did. You didn't? Yeah, no. Anyway, point I've, being. I've straight up FBI door kicked. Oh, I don't yeah. know how many motherfuckers in the face to that shit. Do you remember we pretty much closed down that show where he shouted me out? Yeah. They Everyone left. They got out of there. They, yeah. they skedaddled. Yeah, it's hard, dude. Got, dude. But they 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 started off by playing lowest of the low, like the first six songs. I got locked up in a nut house one time. Yeah, you cooked it. And they let me have my CD player, and that's all I had. We're, look, we're wilding too much about yeah, terror. Yeah. We're fucking this up. It does tie in because of hard, right? Yeah. This is where the statistics of this are are, are bizarre, right? So Platt had taken Max's revolver. Max crawls away in the car. So by the time he crawled in the car, he shot three times. So the, what the FBI wants to deny, a citizen saw it happen. The gun was fired three times. It had to have happened. Platt also attempted to start the FBI car. That's when Morales drew his three fifty seven revolver. No, no, no. I don't need that. Uh, That's when. I'm cutting myself off. Are you for real? That's how drunk you are? No, but I got to drive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen you care that much before. Uh, so, don't give a shit. Uh, Yeah, so look. Morales fired five rounds at the suspect. Four of them struck Maddox in the face. One severed his spinal cord. One blew his brains apart. But Maddox, again, is in the passenger side. Morales rushed the driver's side door, extended his revolver through the window, the sixth shot went into Platt's chest, and that was the end of the gunfight. Of the ten people involved in the shootout, only one, Special Agent Reisner, came out without a wound. Because he wasn't in the fucking mix, bro. He, he got was shook. Hiding. He was high. Yeah, of course he was. He bitch. was in telephone booth. Shook. Behind a car. Shook. The incident lasted a little under five minutes. In that time, listen to this. Prepare to get blown away. 145 shots were exchanged under five minutes hard. That's constant fucking gunfire, brother. Toxicology tests showed that the abilities of platinmatics to fight through multiple traumatic gunshot wounds and continue to battle aggressively were not achieved through chemical means. If you go back to LA, they were on benzos and cocaine. They were stone cold sober. Killers, Army Ranger, battle-tested in Vietnam, trained by USA, shooting it out with USA. Could you imagine if they did drugs? They would have gone further, bro. They would have won. Yeah, they would have, dude. They would have been been walking around right now. Both of their bodies were drug-free at the time of their deaths. Aftermath of all this, subsequent FBI investigation placed partial blame for the agent's deaths on the lack of stopping power exhibited by the service handguns. I got pissed right now. Inside. It's pouring. Yeah, no. FBI is blaming their firepower, their shitty service handguns. They noted the difficulties of how hard it was to reload a 
revolver while under fire, which is true. Because of the, you know, the thing about, like, clips, magazines, what's the right term? What's the tactical term? I have no idea. If you have a bunch of, you can just drop it, reload another yeah. one in there. Revolvers, you can, you got them in those little packets, maybe, where they're all grouped together and you plug it in. But if you, again, like, the guy bled into his revolver, so he couldn't get the bullets inside of it. But you can, you can put way more punch into a clip. And have it readily available. You get right. 15 clips and just reload. Exactly. All the problem is, is they get stuck. Sometimes. Depends on the quality of the handgun. Yeah. That's why the, the FBI moved to a 6 hour 40. Yeah. Which is I got. Those are bad. Those are bad motherfuckers. I'm going to crap my pants. Okay, do it. <laughs> it's getting close. Uh, yeah, so... That's what the FBI blamed their loss on. But they needed to take into account the training of the two robbers, you know. The incident contributed to the increasing trend of law enforcement agents switching from revolvers into semi-automatic guns, which also, you know, the Los Angeles <laughs> crime, <laughs> you smell that fart, the Los Angeles bank shootout let the, let the, made cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great reaction. <laughs> that led. I farted so bad, dude. <laughs> I'm spanking them away, man. <laughs> the the shootout in Los Angeles is what led the cops to get like AK 47s to deal with even heavier firepower. In the aftermath of all this, the FBI chose the 10 millimeter auto round. Its sharp recall recoil was too much for the agents to control. And a special reduced velocity loading was developed. It was called the 10 millimeter light. Soon afterwards, Smith and Wesson developed a shorter cased cartridge based on the 10 millimeter, the 40 caliber S and W. This became more popular than its parent due to the, due to the ability to chamber in standard frame semi-automatics initially designed for the nine millimeters. Other issues were brought up regarding the FBI agents not having rifles in their car. Only two of the agents had ballistic vests, and they were not equipped to take the power of a two-two-three round from a Mini-14. The other six agents involved in the stakeout in five vehicles who did not reach the shootout in time to participate did have additional weaponry including a fucking H&K MP5 submachine gun and M16 rifles but they never made it there that sucks the firepower never showed that's what the government does for you they're not there for you they know there's a shootout like that going on they're staying the fuck away but again it was only five minutes of shooting which is I crazy I don't even think it's about making money I don't think it was about making money for them it was about taking out the government yeah because they did cluster the robbery so close together they wanted as many as possible. Well, they did it. They they sat there and they shot it out with as many as they could. And they would bail and they go, oh, there's bank robbers and it's these guys. And they go, well, we're going to have to have a lot of firepower. What's super crazy is after the shooting, the families of Agent Jerry Dove and Benjamin Grogan sued the estates of Platt and Maddox for damages. Well, the lawsuit was dismissed because you can't blame a family, especially one that the government probably assassinated their wives. Can't blame them 
for what they're that how can an FBI agent number one you signed up to be in that position number two they didn't get away with it 2001 the village of Pinecrest Florida honored the two dead agents by designating a portion of 82nd Avenue as Agent Benjamin Grogan Avenue and Agent Jerry Dove Avenue street signs and a historical marker Currently still commemorate the naming of the roadway in Grogan and Doe's honor. Dude. Jesus. A great one. Yeah. One of the best shootouts of all time. Pretty sweet. Some real okay corral shit. I, man, you know, it, it's hard out here for a pimp. Maybe I should probably keep my mouth shut. About what? The government. Why? We're getting fucked right now. We're getting fucked all over the place. Do you... Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I was looking at the total deaths from coronavirus. So, somebody said to me, Mexicans don't get Oh, you're worried about... Yeah. ...saying the wrong thing. Sure. Uh, in Mexico, there's only 1,000 deaths. India has yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Not a lot of Less deaths. than 1,000 deaths. Yeah. We're up to, what, 300,000? Something like that. We're being dismissed because we gotta, we have to get back to work because we gotta make sure that the cog in the machine works, and that we're doing everything we can to keep it rolling. Yeah, I mean they don't want to pay people unemployment for forever. That's the reality no. of the situation. No, is that you don't want to. We you would rather them die. Definitely. So if everybody dies off, then you can take your alien spacecraft from Lizard Land and go the fact go the fuck back up. We saw that the Navy today. Release that UFO footage. Really? You didn't see that? No. Dude. I need to see it. And a, uh, I'm not surprised. Senator Harry Reid said when they released it, there's way more than the public knows that the government sure. knows about. And the you the people in the, like, we deserve to know the truth. That is not bonkers. I have The to timing that. of that. Yeah. Well, you've already seen it. It's that dude that went on Rogan. That's a... Uh, Naval fighter pilot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That footage, it's been out there, but there's a little bit more, and he released it himself. Now it's been officially released by the Navy. Okay. So it wasn't like they did it out of goodwill. Yeah. He already put it well, out. Well, they only do it during, like, trying times. Right, so dude, it, right, you know? of course. And that that's, like, that says a lot. I mean, the, the, Harry, I don't know if I believe in lizard people so much, but I definitely believe in UFOs. I've had an encounter before. We've discussed it. Yeah. And it and it fucked me up, dude. It, and I was already fucked up before, so people yeah. totally wouldn't believe me. You know, it's like that. That makes sense. Sure. You know, so it's like maybe brainwaves is a real thing. It's dude. a fucking wild time right now. I mean, any day. Here's another thing too about them. Now is a great time for them to release it because any news about the coronavirus is going to go above that. Like, imagine, dude. We live in a time. Where the Navy is releasing footage calling these unidentified flying crafts. And it's not that big of a deal. That's the fucking world we live in, bro. Imagine that happening in 1985. Sure. It'd be over. We live in a world where everything is pretend. Yes. You know, your your thought of how people think about you, the woman you marry, uh, 
your status quo of what job you've got, how many kids you have, how you can pay your bills during this time. You can pay your bills right now. That's great. That doesn't make you more important than anybody else. That 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 is allowing you to be able to be part of the problem. I feel like me. No, no, no. I'm just oh. saying. Like some people are able to pay their bills, and and I'm lucky I can too. But like I've been in a position where I haven't been able to. Yeah. And you get things cut off or whatever, and yeah. it's like well, you sure saved enough money. It's like, well, I didn't make enough money to save. Right. That's bullshit. Bullshit. Because money's not real. Not at all, dude. Because supposedly. The government's in so much debt. The government has no money. We're spent out. It's been mismanaged. We're paying. I mean, dude, we're the Federal Reserve, in a nightmare. The Federal Reserve is printing off money. Sure. And you know what they're doing? The thing about a dollar, and I've said it a hundred times, the thing about a dollar is what it's worth is more than what you get. Yeah. You'll never be able to pay that debt off. No. The Federal Reserve is not part of the American government. Correct. It's not part of any government. Nope. It's a private bank. Yep. We can print off as much money as we want to. We can do whatever we want. You will yep. always owe them. Yep. Woodrow Wilson signed the act for that. Yep. And he even said himself that uh, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Let's roll out on that. That's why you rob banks. You have to. They're essential workers. It's also why the CIA <laughs> shoots your fucking wife in the head. Sure. Stabs your wife at a hospital sure. and her friend. Then no one ever gets blamed for it. I can tell it. you right now, if that happens to me, it's going to be bad. Bung, bung, bung. Kill my wife and kids. You'll have a problem. Coming for podcasters next. I'll lose so much goddamn weight. <laughs> I'll have so much goddamn ass. I'll have so much goddamn That's muscles. what you're going to do, dude. I'll lose my shit. Hey, I'm man. a warrior's death anyways. Go ahead. Here's the deal, guys. We're wildin'. We're drunk. Bank robbery. Shootouts with the cops. That gets us rock hard. You know what we're about here. I'm glad you're on board for what we're doing. Politically, we're dumb. All of our hatred for government, money, it comes from empathy. We love people. And our love of people is continuously outshined by the world we live in's love for money. You can't love both. We're trying to make a positive mark as ridiculous as we seem sometimes. We love y'all. Give me enough money to get a gun. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Don't. We love y'all. If you do like what we do, we're giving you a way to give back to us. We'll have the Maggot Stomp link soon where you can reward yourself by getting great death metal. We've got a Patreon up now, a new one that's not shadow banned yet. Patreon.com backslash death metal detectives. There's one episode up. It's only $5 a month. We recorded another one this week. Every single week, we're going to give you guys an hour long episode extra. On top of this episode, just five bucks a month. Most of that money, especially to start with, is going to go to our producer, Brian, who's dealing with some health shit. We love doing the podcast. We love you listening. We love the feedback. We like interacting with you guys on all social media, Instagram, Facebook. 
YouTube, when we can get back in the swing of things, I mean, Brian's health is the reason why we haven't been able to do YouTube videos. He's made our YouTube so much better, we can't get in there and do what we want to do with the shit going on because he legit cannot risk any form of illness. His immune system is fucked. He is the at-risk person. Pretty much the entire reason why I've... I mean, number one, my lifestyle pretty much revolves around going to work, going to the gym, and coming home. So it's not like I've made that big of a sacrifice, but I'm a lot more mindful of where I'm at now. Sure. Because of people like Brian. Because I know that the last thing I want to do is see my friend have a harder life than he already has. Yeah. That resonates with me, and I'm sure you all have people like that, so you can empathize with where we're at. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope your families are doing well. I hate this shit just as much as y'all do. This is the, our only light right now is doing this podcast, and I hope it's helping you guys out, too. If it's not, that's fine. Just trying to bring a little bit of fun into your life. That's all. Yeah. We love you. We'll see you on the next episode. If you want to get involved with us in any way, reach out. We're here for you. Hey, I'm going to give a hey. shout-out to Megastop Band. Sure. 200 Stab Wounds. That shit bangs. That EP is stupid, Great. man. Killer. Three so songs. Stupid. You could shoot the FBI to any of them. Listen. Check that band out. We are here as representatives of of Maggot Stop. <laughs> but, like, we're only there because we love what they put out. Yeah, the the bonds happen because we love the records. Then we yeah. start interacting. Listen, I would let them fuck my butt. Are you sure? I let I would let a couple bands from that label fuck my asshole. Boys? As they kept just writing real hard shit. Yeah. And if they fuck... It's the epicenter, dude. If they fuck me... To the music they write, my asshole will hurt, but it's, I, it's the epicenter. all sacrifice. Church of Disgust, Sanga Sugabog, Fluids, Frozen 200 Soul. Stabwoods, Frozen Soul. Yeah. Inoculation. Uh, what was the other one we were banging fucking hard? My brain sucks. Fluids. No, I said fluids. Uh, okay. There was another one that we were banging fucking hard, dude. Uh, Malignant Alter. Yes. God damn. Guys, this is the label right now. Maggot Stomp. We don't have a promo code yet. If you want to get something there this week before we have it, just tell them we sent you. Yeah. They're working hard, too. Dude, We're all working hard. He really is. That's why I haven't got the promo card. I mean, promo code. I mean, dude. It's an independent label. It's two people. They sell out of everything. That's hard work. Yeah. Shipping, that shit sucks. Actually, the guy that started the label sold. He, he actually recorded and sold the first Terry EP. Scott McGarth. Yeah. I knew that crazy i love the guy ohio dude ohio is where it's all happening sure. at, bro that's where scott vogel's from listen vogel's you, always been nice to me dude slipknot is the last band i know they got a bc rich endorsement before this shit yeah single sigabog has a bc rich endorsement way better than slipknot so, yeah yeah slipknot can suck my fucking dick they're the, they're the first death metal band to get an endorsement sure from the death metal guitar yeah it's insane. Yeah. We're, we, we put you guys on the correct shit. We're, we're helping. Trust. I, I, listen, I don't put a bunch of, bunch of hard work into this podcast, but I do put a bunch of hard work into, like, as far as, like, what's going on right now in the world of metal. I'm looking at all yeah, of it. You're a all taste, genres. You're, dude, you're a tastemaker, bro. I keep up with it, man. I scour the internet for hours <laughs> on end. It's stupid. Ugh. This is... The label. Yes. And Scott, I will suck your fucking balls when we meet one day. I'll suck them so, so fucking smooth that they won't have no wrinkles in them. 
And that's the end of it. Yeah, we love you guys. We'll see you on the next episode of Death Metal Dicks. Fare thee well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.